Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay. <laughs> There you go. It is a world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on tuning. And iTunes, radio loyalty, Stitcher, brand new Cheeky Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. I've got my Kitties in Space shirt on today, which is fantastic. I love my Kitties in Space shirt, especially, what is it, this one? This one right here that I'm pointing to on the screen. Looks like my friend at the Kitton, so... There is that. Uh, we are going to go to Dr. Jay Izzo, the big star. Star changing screen, Jay Izzo. And uh, we're going to get him on the old Skype Rooney. And uh, there's Jay Izzo. Look at that, the big star. Hey. Now, uh, we're going to be talking with uh, Nico Hernandez and his father-slash-coach, Lewis, here in a few moments. But uh, they are finishing up some things. So while we are waiting on that, uh, let's do the Internet Doctor segment we were going to do the other day. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Throw that one right out of the blue at me. That's fantastic, James. Right out of, right out of the blue. Oh, by the way, we're going to do something new. I hope you're ready. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh, all right. Well, we I'm could just sit here and talk for fifteen minutes. It's whichever. It doesn't matter to me. No, no I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I... <laughs> my heart, my heart just jumped out of my mouth. <laughs> Jay Izzo, of course, is uh, the big star, star stage and screen. Jay Izzo, and uh, he's with us today. Uh, the Internet Doctor presents. This week in social media, and of course, I love I love these intros. Yeah, uh, while the uh, founding fathers may turn in their graves, the First Amendment is well used and abused on social media. This week, yet another sociologically, I love that, deficient football player has decided to demonstrate his questionable intellect and buy another moment in the sun on his way to obscurity. By this example, perhaps this failing star should consider the media star of the week rather than smearing his life on social media. Jay Ezzo is here to provide some insight into some commentary on the mess up and clean up this week in social media. Sure. Uh, this uh, th- those intros that Richard writes every week are fantastic. They're they're van- they are fantastic. <laughs> they are and absolutely I, and, and amazing. And he doesn't send them to me, so I I, I only hear them. Oh, he should send them to you. <laughs> well, he used to. I, he used to, but because I want to be surprised, I always love that when because I never. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so good. <laughs> right, yes. So let's let's talk about the social media stupid. Yes. Of the week. Yes. Let's start there. So uh, this goes to former. No, I said former University of Michigan linebacker Elise Mbem Bossy. I will say that again. Okay. Elise Mbem Bossy. So Mr. Mbem Bossy <laughs> did go by the Twitter handle Need Nobody But God. That was his original Twitter handle. 
Well, Mr. M. Bambasi was removed from the team. <laughs> just removed from the team. Yeah, well, we don't know the exact details because there's an ongoing investigation. So, you know, they, they don't release that when there's an investigation. And Mr. Mbambasi claims that his release is due to some sort of family matter, but there's nothing specific. We can't, we can't, we don't know. So here's the deal. So Mr. Mbambasi, upon hearing his scholarship was terminated, proceeded to post a series of tweets, some of which were threatening to coach Jim Harbaugh. Some wow. others, yes, yeah, some others were laced with words that will not be shared on this program, and so I want to give you an example of some of the tweets that this young man made. So he says, the first tweet is, "They sent someone to my crib before. I was nice enough to call the cops. Next time I'm calling the morgue. I'm talking with facts." He follows that up with, "Member, Michigan is open carry. Let's not forget, not your friend." Okay, all right. So where are you going here? So then he, he goes, so somebody evidently asks him why all this, and he said, and was suspended for going to take care of my family, you beep clown, and he uses clown faces, and so he lowers this at Jim Harbaugh, Coach Jim for UM, and then within hours of my family crisis, beep, beep, you, uh, it's on tomorrow, so... What happens from all this? Well, since then, Mr. Mbambasi has apologized for his tweets, but this is what's crazy. He is now alleging that he is he was being harassed by the university police at the University of Michigan, because and he was told he was mentally ill without evaluation. Of course, when these type of claims happen, sure or not, everybody goes silent. But I want to, Jay Izzo, the internet doctor, is about to give his psychological opinion because Mr. Mbambasi says that they have accused him of being mentally ill with that evaluation. So, Mr. M. Mbasi, I want you to hear me. Look, don't blame people for your lack of emotional intelligence and your lack of self-control. That's on you. Okay. Period. The fact is, you threatened to kill someone in public on social media. Yes. Under discussion. It doesn't matter what the reasons are. The fact that you would do it absolutely says something about your psychological inability to control your behavior and then the further inability to control your emotions. Okay? Now, this is what we call emotional intelligence. If you respond to wanting to kill people or put people in a morgue, there are only two choices for you, Mr. Mbambasi. Here they are. A, you're out of your mind, which automatically qualifies you as having a mental illness. Okay? So I don't need an evaluation to say that if you're going to threaten to kill people online, you are out of your mind. That is a mental illness. Or B, it is planned and premeditated on your part, and you are going to go through with it. Which, if you think about this, Mr. Mbambasi, it also qualifies you as having some sort of a mental illness. Am I wrong on this, James? No. No, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, no. So... So the, the fact that he's making these accusations, well, you've never given me an evaluation. Look at what you wrote. You wrote things that qualify you as having a mental illness. So the fact of the matter is people that have this lack of self-control, lack of emotional intelligence, this wrong behavior is more than concerning to me. And while I do appreciate his apology, the, the fact of the matter is he should have never done this in the first place. And it should never have been put in the public. And it, it makes me wonder if these young people who are in these positions can even handle social media in the first place, and the fact is, this whole thing is just plain stupid. Fantastic! We've got Jay Izzo with us today, and 
heck of a Start. deal. We are, we are, we are, we are starting off strong here today, my friend. Oh man, I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> you are fired up today. <laughs> I, 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 that, that's well because you know I have a book coming out, the social media playbook for student athletes, and yes. uh, there's a companion book, the social media playbook for coaches and administrators, coming out this fall. And so you know when I read these things, it just makes me mad because these kids just seem to believe that they could do whatever they want and there's no consequences for it. And then they're mad because how dare you say I'm mentally ill. Dude, you just threatened to put people in a morgue on social media. <laughs> Hell of a deal. How does that not make you mentally ill? Well, and have... that's the thing. You're right. Okay, so let's talk about the social media star because this is so yes. much more fun. Yes. All right, this... Okay, so this week the social media star goes to Charmin Toilet Paper. And their Twitter account. James, let's be honest. No one wants to have a conversation about toilet paper. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. But the truth is we all use it. Yeah. For the most part, I think most of us do. And when the roll is out, it can be quite an emotional experience. Would we not all agree? You've yes. we've had that situation where you've been in, been there and you go to take a look to your right and or your left and there's no toilet paper. It yes. is an emotional experience. Yes. So Charmin has decided in their Twitter account to have some fun talking about toilet paper and what you do in the bathroom. And 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 they and literally they roll out the jokes. Do you see what I did there? Uh, so here are a few examples. So I'm just going to give you – because some of these are great. This is I'm, – I'm literally reading the Charmin tweets. <coughs> Charmin tweet. Scientists have confirmed that Uranus smells like you-know-what. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, and then they give a, they give a lake. Did you get? Do you see where? It's, did you get yes, that? Yes, yes. I'm. 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 This is an interesting deal. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Yes, okay. So <laughs> then, so then next tweet. So Charmin introducing our new Charmin Go Go roast, brewed from our classic number two roast, and served in one size. We call it the Grande Deuce. <laughs> see what they wow. Wow. Right. Okay, so here's their Valentine's Day tweet. Thought this was cute. The, the, the little bear on the side. Roses are red, violets are blue. We're number one for your number two. Holy smokes. <laughs> and it goes on. I am telling you, I just found this to be great stuff. I mean, like, why not make fun of the thing that you do best? You know, and that is you are a toilet tissue company that does toilet humor. And I... <laughs> it makes me feel good to know that in the 21st century, bathroom humor is still alive and well. Yes. And, I'm, and, I'm, and folks, I know, ladies, I'm sorry. If you, you are lying, if you don't get amongst your little groups and have a little bathroom humor, I know you do. I have been around it, okay? Yeah. Guys, we all know that bathroom humor is funny. So I, I just go, well done, Charmin. You are the social media star of the week. Heck of a deal. It is uh, Jay Izzo with us today. He joins us live. Now, um, tip. What, 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 what do you have for the tip of the week, my friend? That's yeah, me a tip of the week. So, I don't, know, do you, I don't know if you do this, James, or not. I do this, like, regularly. And, it, and I tell people to do this on, as often as they can. At least, on, I like to t say a week or two weekly, every other week basis. Google yourself. Yes. I, I make it a habit. I Google myself. About once a week, I would say. I Google myself, and then I, I try to say it, set up Google alerts um, with my name to make sure that there's not something out there on me that I don't want out there. 
And I really recommend that people do this for both their business and their personal name because you, you're going to want to see what's out there about you and then clean it up if you can and, and most things you can. And I don't just recommend going to Google. Do this on Bing and Yahoo as well, Yahoo Search, Bing Search, and Yahoo Search. See what comes up first. And what I I also recommend is do it in incognito mode. I don't know if people understand what incognito mode is, but when you when you do searches in the past, so Google remembers and Bing and Yahoo, they remember how you searched and what things you pick normally first. So you want to put your browser in incognito mode and there's so many different browsers out there how that's done just just google up incognito mode in whatever browser you're on whether it's edge or chrome or mozilla and you can go into incognito so you could see actually what other people see and it's really important that you see what other people see when it comes to googling your name or googling your business and you should do that regularly like i said because then what you can do is you can kind of correct some of the problems that are out there and and I, it's just a great thing. It's just a way to prevent bad things from happening or giving you the ability to correct things. And so Google yourself, Bing yourself, Yahoo yourself. Just play with yourself out there and see what you got going. There we have it. There we go. Well, uh, we are going to take a uh, quick break. And uh, when we come back, we will have Luis and Nico Hernandez on yes. the old Skyper Rooney. And uh, we'll be back Let's here in. Ready to rumble. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We'll be back here in just a second. Thank you, Jay. Jay Izzo, our uh, internet doctor, uh, the big star, star stage and screen Jay Izzo, uh, with us. i got to have a longer music bed than that, kids. That's That's got to be... i got to have a longer music bed than that. That'll work. We're going to take a 60-second timeout here. It's a minute report for America. The reality that the entire U.S. mainland, and indeed much of the world, is now in range of North Korea's nuclear capability is a sobering one. North Korea's limited arsenal is capable of devastating the entire USA through an EMP attack, illustrating the dire situation America is in. Over the past several decades, America gave peace a chance. President Bill Clinton tried buying off North Korea with aid. President Bush largely ignored the crisis as he concentrated on the Middle East. President Obama reduced the size of the U.S. military. All of those approaches failed. After all the years of equivocation by Washington, Kim does not believe the U.S. will take any action, so he feels free to engage in whatever provocation he wishes, assured that he can only gain by aggression and lose by compromise. I'm Frank Renuccio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it, you know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I have a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were a but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now, 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, break guitar, Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks for traveling on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Mike Massey. They're still mad about that over there. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. 
Okay, it is the big broadcast. We are going to uh, attempt to get a hold of Luis and Nico Hernandez. And, uh, hopefully, the Mario music. you are calling from has been associated with high volume calling you. What in the world does that even mean? I always, always love that message. We are going to try to get a hold of the number Lewis you are calling from has been associated with Hernandez. high volume calling you. To continue, press zero eight. What? Trying to call them via Skype, and it is, um, it is interesting. So we are going to try to... The number you are calling from has been associated with high volume calling use. To continue, press 08. What? What does that even mean? High volume calling use? Well, we're going to do this. We are going to give it a couple seconds here. You notice I'm real patient. (laughs) Real patient. I'm not patient at all, by the way. The number you are calling... Oh, my God. What does that even mean? The number that we are calling has been associated with high-volume calling use. Well, duh, because it's a Skype number. (laughs) I may have to call... I may have to call via the actual cell phone. If I do, we will get it figured out here. Uh, There. Lord, it's ringing. Hello? And I believe there's Lewis, or Nico, whichever. How are you? It is is James calling from iHeartRadio. Let me uh, get Jay Izzo on here with us. I was a little okay. late because Skype was giving me all sorts of issues. I don't know why, but uh, Skype decided to uh, to associate my 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 high calling Skype number with high calling volume use, and it's like, well, yeah, it's a radio show. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> it's a heck of a deal, and uh, we have got, uh, I believe, Jay Ezzo on with us. Yeah, he's, yes. he's, he's here. And uh, I've got Lewis and Nico Hernandez joining us on oh. Skype. And uh, Jay, uh, Nico is going to be making some history uh, next he weekend. Is. The very first world title fight in the history of Kansas boxing. It's going to be a hell of a deal. And uh, Nico is going to be following up on his IBA uh, title win that he had at the uh, Hartman Arena uh, earlier on in the uh, in the spring. Uh, Nico, uh, first of all, talk to me a little bit about this fight, man. Uh, I heard a... Well, I was supposed to fight... I know a guy from the same place, but um, he ended up rolling his ankle and he pulled out of the fight last time because I guess he forgot his passport or something like that. So uh, <laughs> he brought in this other guy and uh, he, I guess he beat the guy that I was supposed to fight. So uh, yeah, I guess we're going to see how everything works out on uh, Saturday, next Saturday. It's a hell of a deal. 
Awesome. Hey, Nico, this is Jay. And Lewis, can you hear me too as well? Uh, he's actually not on the phone. He's oh, okay. I don't know. If we do this together. So okay. Oh, no, well, hey, that's no, cool. No, 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 no. No, no we're, Nico, we're we're good. So, Nico, tell me. So, it sounds like you don't know much about Sylvester Canales. Is that true? You just don't yeah. know much really about him. Yeah, I'm not really worried about him. Uh, you know, I just go in there and focus on doing my own thing. I'm not really too focused on my opponent. Well, and you know, the last time you and I talked, you know, I asked you if you remember. I asked you kind of about your style. And you said, yeah, you know, yeah. you're not really a film, you're not really a film watcher anyway. You are kind of more of, you know, you focus on what you do really, really well. And then, you know, you kind of figure him out as the fight kind of moves along is kind of what you, you I mean, that's been your pattern because you, you said all along, you don't really watch, like to watch a lot of film on your opponent, right? Yes, sir. That's, that's correct. So, yeah. And I, and I thought I remembered that and I was like, because, you know, I tried to look up as much as I could on Sylvester, and I could not really find a whole lot outside of his Facebook page. And uh-huh. and uh, he seems like a real interesting sort of guy. I mean, he seems like he's, you know, he certainly is, he seems to be a talented boxer, pretty talented boxer. And he's had, yeah, a sure. few, he's had yeah, he's had a few more fights than you have, uh, for sure, professionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, he doesn't have your Olympic experience, and I, I think that really helps you out a bunch in this particular fight. And you know, I wanted. Can I just say something to you that I want you to be really, really, you and your dad need to be really, really proud of? Because I was thinking about yeah, this. Yeah. I was thinking about this today when I was working out. You know, you and your dad have created something so big that you're bringing a championship fight to Kansas, and that's be, mm-hmm. that's that's on the two of you. And I'm that that is really cool, brother, that you're able to that you have you and your dad have created something pretty special and that the state of Kansas is on the map on boxing because of what the two of you have done. And you need to be really, really proud of that, brother, because that's a really cool deal. So congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank you. It's a, you know, it's definitely a lot of work, but, uh, you know, we're making it happen. So, yeah. so, so, Nico. This this particular fight, do you feel any more pressure than you feel in any other fight, or do you feel like, you know, this is you know this is just what I do? And well, how does that work, pressure wise? Mm-hmm. Uh, pressure. I don't know. It's just I feel like it's just any other fight. Um, I kind of feel like, you know, like when I was in the amateurs, you know, I was in the finals, you know, so much throughout my career as an amateur and a. Uh, I feel like this is just kind of like that. It's just you know another championship fight, and mm-hmm. I've been working hard, and you know, I know all the hard work's going to pay off, and I'm just ready to do my thing. I, I want everybody to hear what Nico just said, right? He he just said this is another championship fight because every fight to him is a championship fight, and I think you know if, if people would take that attitude more, I think they'd be just as successful as you are. So what, are, what do you like about where you're at as a boxer? What do you what do you feel like some of your best strengths are or what do you feel like we're, that you're doing really, really well as a boxer? What do you like about yourself right now? Uh, right now, I love that, uh, you know, not even about myself, but I love that I have you know, that I'm able to bring the city out and have my city, you know, support mm-hmm. me and come out and you know, come out and, uh, yes, just support my dream and, you know, keep supporting and, 
yeah, that's just probably most of what I'm proud about is I get to, you know, I bring something new to the city, you know, something that the city's never really had here and you know, even Kansas, though, you know, the whole uh, state. So I'm very proud of that. And I continue to, I want to continue to, you know, keep making history throughout my career. Good for you. So when you look back, when Dad was driving a truck and he introduces you to boxing at nine years old, right? I'm, I don't know if you can go back there, if you could still remember what that was like. But when, when Dad had the gloves on and he put your gloves on and, he was teaching you how to box. Does that seem like that's a distant memory, or does that seem like something that happened just yesterday? No, it seemed like something that just happened yesterday. Yeah. No, it's all been like, you know, it's just been kind of kind of like a the same routine, you know, since I was little. You know, we would, you know, just go home and, you know, do workout at home and do mitts at home and stuff. And, you know, he would, you know, just be on me just like he is right now and, you know, pushing me to, you know, do my best because he, you know, he told me that if you're going to do boxing, you're going to have to put everything into it. You know, you can't just halfway do boxing or else you're going to get hurt. Mm. So, uh, you know, just, that's pretty much the same same thing, you know, just like it was yesterday. Uh, you know, just he's been pushing me throughout my career and uh, he's been continuing to do that and, you know, we've been successful with it. So, uh, you know, I can't complain at all. So, I was going to ask your dad this question, but I'm going to ask you this question because I was thinking about your dad. Because, you know, I have a son and I love my son and and I and I'm married and my wife will say to me, I love you, but I don't like you right now. (laughs) So are are there ever those times when you go deep inside? It's like, I love my dad, but I don't like him right now. Do those do those all the time? All the time. (laughs) (laughs) Every transition, I'm just like, man, this guy. Yeah, this guy. It's like a love-hate bond, so you know, it works out. It 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 does. My wife and I have this conversation all the time where she'll say, you know, I I love you, but you you know, because you know, I can be kind of a mess. I, I admit that. You know, I'm not always. Neat and tidy, you know, and I'll I'll leave stuff on the counter, and she'll say, you know, I love you, but right now I just really don't like you, at all, and yeah. and we laugh about it. And I was thinking, you know, I know he's training you, and I know that he's probably pushing you, and there's got to be points when you're, when you know, here's pops, right? Pops is pops is like pushing at you, and he's he's probably getting in your grill a little bit, and you've got to sure. be going, I love you, but Dad, darn it, I really don't like you. <laughs> what yeah, when is we, that um, when is that when is that the worst for you like when is that the worst that you that you feel it the wor- most like what part of the training when he's doing that with you do you feel that the most uh part of the training probably uh you know just probably the whole training session <laughs> <laughs> hard and I'll be, I'll be real tired but you know he's always like you know it's I think the most part is, you know, when he tells me I have one more thing left and I end up doing about 10 more different things right. after that. After he said I have one more set left or something. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what all good personal trainers do, though, right, Nico? All good personal trainers will say, okay, one more set, and it's 10 more, right? And you're like, yeah. Oh, then, you, you... Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, be, I'll, I'll be doing something, and he'll be like, all right, one more set. I'll be like, all right, cool, yeah. No, I'm thinking I'm over here finishing up, but nope. <laughs> right after that, right, there's something else. Don't, don't, don't you want to say? 
don't you want to say to him, you, you, you've got to stop lying to me. Okay, just tell me the dang <laughs> truth. Stop lying to yeah, me. Yeah, we bump heads. Yeah, we bump heads every now and then. You know, I'd be like, man, just tell me one more say. Like, I know, but come on, you gotta do this. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, I know he, I know he does it for the best. So you know, I gotta listen. Yeah. So let me ask you. Okay, now I want you to kind of speak for your dad. Okay, I want you to put your dad's shoes on. Okay. When does your dad say? When do you think your dad says? I love Nico, but there are times I just don't like Nico. When do you think he's when? When do you think he thinks that about you? Um, probably when I don't, you know, when I don't want to get up in the morning and run or something, and uh, <laughs> you know, he has a hard time getting me up sometimes. So, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll argue about it, and I'll be like, uh, "No, something about time. Like I can just do it later." But he'll be like, "No, nah, you got to do it now because we got other stuff to do later. You're gonna be too tired. Let's to do it later, stuff like that." Right. But uh, I'm not. I'm not really sure. That's just the question you have to ask him. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask him that because I really. It was one of those questions I want to ask about from a dad's perspective. You know, like you know, when when is it? You know, I know we all love our children, but when is it that you just don't like him when he when you're working with them? Because I think that's kind of interesting. <laughs> So let's yeah, talk. Let's talk. I, I can't hear the answer to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this big fight next week, and let's talk about this week of preparation that you've got going into this fight with Sylvester Canales in Wichita, and uh, you know, such a huge deal because it's the first, you know, first major championship fight in Kansas. And so let's talk about your training. What is your training? How does your training change the week prior to going into a bout like this? The week prior, um, well, today was, you know, I had my last uh, hard little run. You know, I did a, I did sprints today. I did about, I did 15, I did 15 sprints with on the treadmill with the incline of 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was running on the speed of 10. And uh, I did about 15 of those for about two minutes. And wow. I was, I was pretty tired. Uh, but, uh, yeah, today was my, my last uh, hard day, you know, hard training and stuff, so. The last week is usually just, you know, cutting down on the weight and, uh, you know, just sharpening things up on the mitts and stuff like that. So, so it's, you're not probably, do, are you, do you still spar the week before at all? Or is it more just uh, clinical drills of, you know, working on speed and movement or what, how's that work? Yeah, it's more, it's more, uh, I don't, I don't spar like my last two weeks of training, okay. uh, so, uh, yeah, like the last two weeks are just more technical, you know, on the on the pads, you know, mo- doing my movement, uh, you know, my foot drills, you know, I do a lot of ladder drills and stuff with my, my footwork. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of technical things and on the mitts. We do a lot of mitt work these last two weeks. Got it. So, you know, when we're doing an interview like this, you know, there's a lot of young, there's a lot of young people who, you know, they, they, they aspire to be Nico Hernandez. I mean, they want to be you, you know, they want to be an Olympic medalist. They want to, you know, be you. There's a lot of young people out there who are listening, who listen. And, and if they, they aren't listening right now, they're going to be listening to this after we put it out on the podcast. If you, if you had a message, you know, of these, these kids who just want to be like you, I mean, what, what would you tell them, you know, to if they want to aspire to be a boxer or something like that? What would you tell these kids? Uh, you know, I would just tell them to, uh, you know, have a dream. Uh, 
you know, put a goal to the dream, you know, to to chase the dream, never, you know, never give up. And I know a lot of people think that you can't do something, you know, just because you're from Kansas, but and you put your mind to it and you put all the hard work into it and dedicate yourself to what you want to do, you know, being, you know, even you know, just an athlete or, you know, even being a doctor or something, you know, just put your mind to it and you know, anything can be achieved as long as you work for it. That's awesome. That's, that's an awesome message. You know what? If you don't, if you, if, if this whole boxing thing doesn't work out, can I go on tour with you when you become a professional speaker, motivational speaker? Cause I want to go on tour oh. with you just as motivational speaker. Cause that's, that's a great message. There's your message right there, man. If you want to give up this boxing thing and just make tons of money being a professional speaker, you could do it. Cause that's, that's a cool message for kids to understand. Yeah, that would also be a, you know, a cool little job. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like talking to the audience and stuff, but uh, I could, I could, I'm pretty sure you know I could do it though. You know what? I, I, you know what though? I've watched you. You know, I've watched interviews with you even in the Olympics because you know I know they. You know, I've watched all your interviews, even you know when you were over there doing it. So I've, I've been watching you before you and I've ever talked, and I've, I've always okay. been, I've, I've always been, really, really, uh, I've always admired. Your ability, I know that you don't, you feel like sometimes you're kind of shy, and I believe that. I'm not saying that you're not, but you're really good in front of a camera. You really are. I mean, you're really, really good. And, and I mean, you're, you're somebody, you're somebody that people want to listen to. And I really enjoy when I see your interviews and things like that. I really enjoy them. I really do. All right. Well, that's a good thing because, you know, something I feel like I have a hard trouble with interviews and stuff, but, uh, that's definitely good to hear. So, I guess I'm no, all right then. Yeah, you're doing great. Trust me, you're you're doing great. And you make you know what? You make my job easy because I can sit here and just have a conversation with you, and we can just talk like we're just friends. And you make it really, really easy to have that conversation. So, you know, you should be commended for that. So, you know, Pat, if you can reach over there without hurting yourself, pat yourself on the back. It's okay. <laughs> um, I you're very welcome. So, I know that we've got this this gigantic fight coming up next weekend, and t- walk people through the day of the fight. Let's walk people through the day of the fight. So, on the very day of the fight, do you sleep the night before or not? I, I, can you sleep? Uh, uh, it just depends. Usually, uh, usually I do fall asleep pretty late, but I don't really have a certain time that I have to wake up. So, you know, when I do wake up, probably, you know, probably around like 10, 30, 11. And uh, I just get up and eat my breakfast and, you know, just prepare for, uh, you know, for the fight. I just rest. I chill, you know, just chill in my hotel room and, uh, you know, just lay there and maybe put some music on and you know, just listen to music and you know, think about what I got to do and, uh, you know, just you know, do my, I'm a nutritionist and, you know, he gives me all my food and stuff. So, uh, everything works out pretty good. Just, uh, eating and drinking up my foods and stuff and right. resting. That's pretty much all I do. So, how, but you, you know, your fight, right? Your fight's the fight that night, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're the, you're the main, you're the main event, right? Yes, sir. So, so well, that means you're going to be boxing later. So, and I know you've yeah. done this before, but how does it work when you're boxing late like that? How do you, you know, how do you adjust your timetable so that you feel fresh 
you know, later. Because, you, you know, I mean, our body gets used to wanting to shut down at night, and you now here it is late, and you got to be ready to box. So how do you make yeah. that adjustment on your – how does how does your body make that adjustment? Um, honestly, a lot of the times uh, I will, you know, we work out uh, pretty late uh, according to, you know, when I fight. So sometimes we'll adjust my training schedule to, you know, when I'm working out around the time I fight. Ah. And I adjust myself like that. So, okay, so I love this. So, you know, my, my master's and doctoral work was in psychology. And so I always tell people that there's this thing called state-dependent learning, meaning that, you know, you want to be in the same state when you're learning as you will be when you go take the exam or when you do your final thing. And I hope people heard what you said, that, you know what, you train at the same time you're going to box so that your body gets used to that that particular state of mind, that particular state of body, that your, uh, you know, your circadian rhythms and all of your, your metabolism is running on that schedule. And do you, how, how early in the training do you start that where you start? I mean, do you do that from day one where you're training at that time of night or is that, does that start like a few weeks before? How does that work? Um, no, we usually just started a few weeks before. Okay. Just because my dad does a lot of training also with other people, and he has to, he still coaches, you know, all the little kids and stuff at the gym, of course. Right. So, you know, we just you kind of go off of that kind of schedule and just adjust to whatever we got to do. That That's that's cool. I love that. I love that whole thing of, of that state-dependent learning of training yourself at the same time you're going to box. How long does an average training session last for you? The average training session usually lasts about two hours. Two hours? And yeah, two hours. And I have about, you know, either two or three workouts a day. So you're tra- – Okay, so let me so <laughs> so you have two to three two hour sessions a day. Is that what I heard? Yes, sir. <laughs> and you know what? People complain about working out in the gym for one hour a day. <laughs> and you're you're doing two to three two hour sessions a day. That is unreal that you do that. Yeah, I like to a lot of people, you know, tell me I'm I'm lucky because you know, I don't have a I don't have a job I don't have a regular job and I'm, I look at them like they're crazy because I feel like I'm working harder than they are. <laughs> you, you are you kidding me? People say you don't have a job. Are you? Yeah. You were, it, okay. 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 Yeah, Nico, a lot of people sta- tell me I'm lucky because I don't have a job. So. Okay. Okay. Nico, yeah. I'm standing. I'm going to stand up for you here right now, okay? Because I'm six foot five, two sixty five. So let me let me stand up for you here right now, and let me just talk to some <laughs> people who've got some questions about Nico and his job. Folks, I want to just say something to you. Whoever feels that Nico doesn't have a job, I dare you, dare you to just do one of his workouts a day and see if he can do anything the rest of your day. Because I promise you that he he works harder. It's mentally, emotionally taxing. It's physically brutal. Okay? And he has to do it every day. And then he has to have the pressure of going up in front of everybody like he's going to do this weekend. He's got added pressure of going, this is my hometown. I'm representing, and he's going to do that. I promise you there is no one 
you know, maybe Sylvester Canales thinks he can. But there is no one out here who can do what he does if you're listening to the show because it's just it's just a brutal schedule. It's hard, and it, and he has to do it every day of the week. So if you think he doesn't have a job, trust me, his job's harder. How did I do, Nico? Did I do okay to protect you there a little bit? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, and I try to tell people that all the time, like, man, it's just, it's it's a lot of hard work, you know. I work out about you know six hours a day, and you know sometimes I can't, I won't sleep at night. So you know sometimes, maybe like two or three o'clock in the morning, I just if I can't sleep, I'll get up and you know maybe go on a run or something. But, uh, yeah, so the same. Sometimes I have a, I have a lot of sleepless nights where you know I still got to get up and train, you know, do all that good stuff. So. And 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 Nico, here's the other thing that people don't understand, and help help them understand this. You don't just to go. You don't get to go out and just eat fried chicken and pizza whenever you want to, or go through a McDonald's drive-through, right? Uh, I mean, you uh, I mean, I mean, I can if I if I really want to, but uh, you know, I try to you know stick to my diet and stuff. <laughs> right, because you know that if you stick to your diet, that that's going to make you better, right? Yeah, for sure. So, so people, so here. <sighs> I, I, this just frustrates the crap out of me because I'm like, people, you know what? Put down the fork. If you 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 know, it, watch watch how he eats. Sure, could he eat whatever he wants? He could, but it's not going to be the best thing for his body. And we could take a real hard lesson from you as people understanding that you know what? If we would put down the fork and we would watch what we put into our body, our bodies would be in just better condition. And I know that yeah, that's. I mean, you have a nutritionist, right? I mean, you have a nutritionist who makes your food, makes sure you get the right amount of calories, the whole thing. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. I have, I have a, a 316 Catering. They are my sponsor, and my strength and conditioning coach is actually my nutritionist. So he just lets them know, you know, what to what to make for me and you know, stuff like that, and they, uh, they make it for me. And, you know, just I go on the diet and just warm up my stuff every day. So... Yeah. so- so I bet people. I, I wonder if you know this. I'm sure you do. So people want to know what's your body fat percentage. I honestly do not know. I'm, really? I'm guessing it's pretty low because I, I feel like I don't got very much fat on me. Yeah, I'm. You know, I know that you're. I'm. You've got to be below seven percent, right? I mean, you got to be yeah, somewhere fours. I'm at that condition, coach. So. Yeah, because I. What people always want to know, what is this body? Because you know, you you're you have no fat on your body. I mean, I know we all know that yeah. you know you probably have a two or three percent, something like that, or maybe four. But I mean, you have no fat on your body. You are extraordinarily lean, and yet you eat, and, and evidently you're eating without being you're not starving, hungry. So it's I'm always interested yeah. in in you know the body fat percentage because people always were saying, well, how? I mean. Do they not eat? And I'm like, oh, you eat how many? Do you know how many cal- thousands of calories you eat a day? Do you have any idea? I have no idea. So you're straight. Just, okay. whatever, whatever my nutritionist tells me, <laughs> I, I just listen to him, you know. That's that's yeah. awesome. So this well, big I'm fight. I'm pretty sure it's pretty high because I work out a lot, and he says yeah. that he says that I burn a lot of calories, so I need to put more into my body. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I know it's, it's thousands of calories because just because of, I'm. I mean, you don't you don't have too much problem, you know. Stay. I mean, you don't you don't get, you know, you're not too far out of your weight class ever, are you? 
I mean, even when you're not. No, 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 I'm not too far. Right now I'm about, I got about seven more, seven more pounds, six more pounds to go. Oh, that's water weight. You could lose that in water yeah, weight. Definitely. Yeah, you can lose that in water weight. Look, I mean, because you, you probably drop 11 pounds after, you know, a really good, hard, brutal workout session in water weight alone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Waterway is pretty easy to lose. So. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people don't recognize that. I know, like, um, you know, football athletes, uh, professional mm-hmm. college football athletes. You know, it's not hard for them to drop, you know, fifteen pounds in, you know, after a game. You know, and I know that boxers yeah. are the same way. You guys will lose a lot of water weight, but you're also burning so many calories so fast that. You know, you have that balance between burning muscle because that's all you have left. You guys, it's the only thing you have left is you got muscle to burn, and you don't want to be you don't want to be eat, chewing up your muscle, which is why you got to eat so many more calories uh, because you just don't. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to do that. So this Saturday, this upcoming Saturday's fight, right? That uh, we've got going on in Wichita that you and your dad should, I hope, are both really proud of because this is really so cool against Sylvester Canales. So we're we're getting ready to go to the fight. Take walk people through when walk people through because you know we hear the referee come to you when you're you guys are staring each other down and you're not seeing each other and you're kind of dancing around and the referee looks at both of you and he says and I know you don't hear it because you're in your own world but what we hear on TV when we're watching this is that okay gentlemen I've explained to you uh, the rules and what I'm looking for both of you in the locker room. So we're not going to mm-hmm. go over that. Right? I'll say something to that effect. So does the referee come to your locker room and literally go in and say, or how does that work? Yes, yeah, sir. So he, uh, you know, he comes to the locker room and he uh, just explains the rules to us. Uh, we got our, our hands, our hand wraps and stuff checked, you know, to make sure we're not putting nothing illegal in there. And, uh, right. you know, they mark us up and basically just tell us the rules and head out and let us finish our warm up or whatever we got to do. And, and how long does that take, that conversation? How long does that conversation take for them to do that? Uh, usually, it don't, it don't take very long, probably about just probably about three to five minutes. Okay. And so it's in and out. Okay, so now you've had that conversation. You both, the referee has explained to you the rules and, you know, what the 10 count is going to be, whether whatever the rules are in the state of Kansas, the Boxing Commission of the state yeah. of Kansas decides. And so you have that, and now you're standing face-to-face each other. What's going through your mind when you're standing and the referee is kind of going, blah, 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 blah. What, what is really going through your mind at that moment when you're in the center of the ring? What did you say was going through my mind? Yeah, what's going through your head? What, what do you, what's going through your head as you're, as he's, as you're standing in the center of the ring right as he's given the instructions? Oh, uh, just winning, winning, just, you know, just, that's, Telling I just want to get my hand raised, you know, when, once the fight's over. You know, just winning is going through my head, and I don't, I'm really not sure because I don't, I don't know. I just, I really don't even really pay attention to it. I'm just ready to go back to my corner and, you know, listen to the bell ring and get it started. And then, and, and, and by the way, that's awesome because psychologically, if you gave me any other answer that would concern me, my guess is you don't even know what's going through your mind. And and because yeah, I don't know what's going through my mind. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think people want to think that you're thinking about strategy and 
you know, I got to do this. But I don't think any of that's going through your mind. I think you're right. I think maybe you think, okay, you know what? I got to win this thing. I got to take this thing. And I'm going to. Gonna... Mm-hmm. So then you get back to the corner of your ring. You're, you're, you're back to the corner of the ring. You're waiting for the bell. Your dad is probably saying, your dad, by the way, for people who don't know, um, Nico's dad is his coach. And so your dad is probably saying some final instructions to you in the corner. Do you even hear what he says? Um, he tells me, most of the time he tells me in the first round to uh, don't go out there and, you know, don't start out too crazy. You know, just go ahead and fill him out the first round and we'll go from there. Yeah, I, I, that sounded. And then he tells me that tells me he loves me, and you know, let's go to work. So. <laughs> that's awesome. See, that's see, that's what I'm talking about right there. There's the inside scoop on the boxing match, right? Right. Don't burn yeah, yourself. Yeah. Don't burn yourself out early, right? Remember, this is this is this is not you know this isn't about closing everything down in the first round. Don't burn yourself out early. Save, you know, right? Keep your energy level at the right normal level, right? And then yes. I love you. Now go kill him. <laughs> That's awesome. I love, I absolutely love that. I love you. Now go kill him. I love that. That's beautiful. I mean, I, I want to make that a plaque. I, I do. I love you. Now go kill them. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. That's that's funny, Nico. Do you have do you have other siblings like brothers and sisters? Yeah, uh, I have uh, two brothers and uh, one little sister. They are my I'm the oldest one out of all of them. They are twenty. Well, my brother is twenty. My other brother is I mean, my, one of my brothers is nineteen. My other brother is eighteen, and my little sister is seventeen. And how do they feel about you being a boxer? What's their, what's, the, do they, they ever talk to you about that? They ever say anything to you about it? Uh, no, they actually, you know, they actually, uh, all of them, you know, got in there a couple times. Well, my little sister, she did it one time. My little brother, he actually just won the regional, uh, Golden Gloves and he's leaving to the National Golden Gloves on Saturday. So, okay, good for you. Uh, he's ready to go. And yeah, both of my little brothers got about anywhere from 20 to 40, uh, amateur fights. Wow. So the whole family's boxing family. <laughs> yeah, uh, but me and my and the 18-year-old brother are the only ones that do it uh, now. Okay. But your sister boxed for a while too? Did she try it? Uh yeah, she tried it. She never really she didn't really train. She just said that she wanted to get in there once. <laughs> so and, she she went ahead and got in there when she was littler. And how did that go for her? Uh, she did really good. She did not get the win, but she did really good. She's she's a really tough girl. So, yeah. well, I ma- I imagine all, I imagine all four of you are really tough people because Daddy's a tough guy. You know, Dad Dad yeah. Dad's, Dad's a tough guy too, right? Because Dad was a truck driver, and and you know, truck drivers are tough guys, and he takes time off to train you and Tony and um, and uh, you know, worked with you guys, and still has a heart to you know work with kids and help them and get them off the street and um help them have something else and give them not just boxing lessons but life lessons and uh, you know that's a cool thing I, I admire your dad for that because we need more men like him who are willing to give of themselves to the younger generations to not just 
it's not teaching them necessarily the skill. If that happens, that's great. But he's teaching them how to live life and how to survive and how to be something better than they are right now. And I totally admire your father for that. And I was really hoping I would get to speak to him and just tell him how much I admire him and um, how I just think he's he's just a great man and that we just need more of him. So would you do me a huge favor and would you pass that message along to him for me that I just have a tremendous amount of admiration for him and um, to tell him to please keep up the good work because it's a good work that he's doing and it's a work that um, needs to be done and more of us need to be involved in. So would you promise me to at least say that to him for me? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, my father, has a, he, has a, he has a big heart. And, uh, and a lot of times when people didn't have nowhere to stay, you know, he would bring him into our house and you know, let him stay with us. And, he, you know, he still does that to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, one of the one of the neighbors actually, he's the older guy, but, you know, I think he got kicked out of his house. And mm-hmm. you know, my father lets him come to the house and stay with him until he gets his stuff together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my father definitely has a big heart. Yeah, and it shows. You know why? Because his son has a big heart. And when I listen to you, I could tell that you have a big heart, and I know that that comes from your father. And uh, while, you know, he's a combination of you, you know, you're he's tough, and yet he has a big heart. And I can hear that every time I talk to you, Nico, and I always feel so honored and privileged to get to speak with you on a regular basis because um, you're just you're really one of the really good good people in this world and we need more people like nico hernandez and his father lewis because you guys we're 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 living a world where there's a lot of crap but there's people like you that remind us that there's really good people in this world and you're you know you're just part of a few of those people left and so it's always great it's always great to have you um on the show and letting me talk your head off (laughs) Yeah, yeah, thank you for uh, having me. Absolutely. And listen, I want you to wish you very, very well. I'm going to let James kind of finish this up, but I wish you I wish you the best of luck. You know how I feel about you. I love you to death and you know that I I'm I'm in your corner and I'm always I'm always thinking for thinking about you and wanting you to be the greatest and be the most successful. And so I'm uh, again, thank you for today and uh, make sure you give dad the message from me, please. Uh, yeah, I will do. Thank you. Okay. James? Well, uh, Nico, good luck with everything, and uh, I will see you at the weigh-in, my friend. Yes, sir. We'll see you there. Oh, right, man. Have yourself a wonderful day. And, Jay, thanks for uh, riding shotgun with us today, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was fun. That was, You know, I, I like this kid so much, and, you know, I have been, you know, you've given me just a tremendous privilege to do this, and... And and I, t- and I and people think I'm being mushy and stuff. No, I'm grateful. And you know how cool is this? I I just interviewed a, I just interviewed a medalist, and we went all over the place in this interview. We, you know, we we talked about his love hate relationship with his dad. We we, we talked about uh, we talked about all the, you know, all the cool things that he has to do in order to train. And, yeah. And so how how neat. Is it to have um, this young man that is willing to be here with us? That's just, I just, it blows me away. Bring, it just really does. Blows me away. I'm just so, 
It's pretty cool, isn't it, James? Yes. Yes, it is. Well, uh, that'll wrap up the show for the day. And, uh, Jay, we will see you next week, my friend. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. James, stop. Hold it. Hold it. Friends. Friends, listen to me. Jay Izzo here, sometimes known as the Internet Doctor. Hey, I want to tell you something that you probably have never heard me say ever before. (laughs) Friends do not let friends not download the Jiggy Jaguar app. You've probably never heard me say that before, but i got to tell you, you've got to download this app. It is called the Jiggy Jaguar app. Let me me spell it for you. J-I-G-G-Y. J-A-G-U-A-R. And by the way, the, the letters look like a Jaguar, okay, in there, right? The spots and everything. <laughs> Download the app. Listen to this show and listen to past shows. Listen to it live. Listen to it in Memorex. You'll get that for those of you who are older. But download the show and then do the, do me a favor. Don't just download it and be selfish. No, get off your selfish tail and you text somebody, say, You've got to download this app. And I seriously, you got Jay told me, download the app. And he's so <laughs> right because it's awesome. And while you're at it, what I want you to do is go to jagshow.com, J-A-G-S-H-O-W dot C-O-M. And I want you to click on that. I want you to push that page up with your mouse. Look to your right. Look for the Amazon banner. Click on it when you're buying your next stuff because when you do that, you support the show and you get your stuff all at the same time. And what a great unselfish way to get your stuff and help somebody out. Who doesn't want to do that? You know who doesn't want to do that? Selfish people don't want to do that. But you're not that person. (laughs) You're an unselfish person who loves us and has made the choice to listen to the show. So thank you. So now go to jagshow.com. Go find the banner. Click on it and buy your stuff. There There you go. And uh, check out High Stakes at the uh, Kansas Star Arena uh, next week. Uh, Tickets are very affordable, and uh, doors open at 6, show begins at 7. And uh, thank you, Jay. Thank you, Nico. And uh, I appreciate it, guys. Can I do my Michael Buffer? Yes. Can I do it? Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. Well, thank you guys, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Nico. I appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bang. And uh, that wraps it up here, and we will see you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.